welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. Hey, it's Ashley Patrick with the Money Mindset Podcast, and today I am so excited to have Petrina Dixon, aka It's My Money Lady with It's My Money Journal.info uh, on the podcast today. She's going to be talking about budgeting and side hustles and all those great things. She's an international speaker, award winning author, finance coach, blogger, and podcaster. Welcome, Katrina. Welcome, Ashley. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so glad to have you here. Uh, so why don't you just jump right in and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So in addition to the things that you, you've named, I'm also a mom, which is actually one of my favorite roles. Um, a husband, or excuse me, a wife <laughs> to my wonderful husband. <laughs> so I love to add those because, you know, the titles don't give like the personal touch mm -hmm. Those are my whys. Like I, you know, I do what I do to show my daughter, if you put the work in, um, you can accomplish goals that you want to accomplish and live the sort of life you want to live. So um, she's, she's my why. And then my husband is my, you know, one of my hugest supporters in addition to um, my mom. So that's, that's awesome. a little bit more about me. Yes. Having a big why is so important. So I'm so happy that you said it like that because that's like, the big thing behind developing your money mindset, which is what my podcast is all about. And, you know, just having your big why and knowing your reason for continuing. So that's, I love that you said it that way. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do to help people with their finances. Sure. So in being a certified financial education instructor, uh, it affords me the opportunity to work with individuals one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so I have clients that I work with to really be their accountability partner because a a lot of what I share with them are not um, is not hard, and some of them have tried it in many different ways. Um, so it's about showing them and having them be accountable when they meet with me on the frequency for which they do. That okay? Did you do this? Did you stay on track with what we talked about? So it's that one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, like I said, training, being their accountability partner, helping them to reach their financial goals, and then on a larger um, a larger scale, I. Uh, facilitate workshops with both youth and adults. So I'm, I'm hired in to come in and talk about topics like budgeting and side hustles, entrepreneurship, and things of that nature. Again, all financial concepts to uh, help folks find additional dollars by decreasing uh, spending that, they're, that they may be doing or side hustles, meaning additional ways for them to earn dollars so that they could pay off debt or increase their savings. Oh, I love that. I love that you are doing workshops with uh, young people because it's so crucial to really develop the money mindset and how to handle your money at such a young age. Do you feel that when you do these workshops that they're really receptive to the information? Yeah, no. So Ashley, it's interesting that you asked me that. So I'm a, a much older person and um, I'll say wiser person. So when I originally started, I was a bit delayed in my journey um, because my goal was wanting to work with young people. And I had a lot of people say to me, like, young people are not going to relate to you. You're much older than they are. How you're not, you know, when you were their age, things were different and, you know, you'll get that resistance. But I'm finding the exact opposite. Um, you know, I, I, I try to get as much information about the young people that I'm going to speak with 
with so that I can come in and sort of meet them at their level, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm there, I'm getting a, you know, they, they are very engaged. Um, you know, uh, the, the questions that they asked are right on point. I, um, you know, get wonderful responses to the surveys as to thank you so much, please teach my mom or my dad or whomever. Yeah. And come back um, yes, they, you know, interestingly enough, they are really receptive and because of their um, engagement and their responses to surveys, it allows me to get, you know, be in front of additional youth um, by way of sharing those in the organization, sharing their thoughts about my workshops to others. Oh, that's awesome. So just out of curiosity, have you been doing it long enough to have them uh, come back like a couple years later to like give you feedback on how it really like impacted their life on how they handle money? Yes, yes. Wow, great question. So yes and yes. So um, in two different ways have I had that sort of feedback. So um, actually one of the interns that's working for me now, she attended my uh, workshops through the YWCA and now she She's actually one of my interns, like, oh, oh you awesome. help me do this. Yeah, so it's really great. And then I've actually, um, I do a, a, a local uh, TV show here just for a local station here. And um, I had a couple students on, one that had gone through a book club that I used to host as well as one that had gone through uh, my workshops. And both of them came on talking about uh, decisions that they've made regarding money that was different before they went through my class. So it was like, okay, I'm one, one young lady said that I had a dance to go to and then another event she had to go to. She was like, uh, totally different people that were gonna be there. Why did I need a new dress? I didn't need a new dress. So I saved the money from like, that my friends were spending on a new dress for the second event when I knew I wasn't gonna see the same people. So she was like, I started to think about my money differently after going through your uh, workshop. That's awesome. That is so great that these young people are getting such a great head start in life (laughs) because it's so important to start young. You know, we all make mistakes with our money and the younger you can learn it, the better. So that is, I love that. Absolutely. What is your number one budgeting tip? Like whenever you do these workshops, whether it's with the youth or, you know, young adults or whoever, like what's the number one thing you try and stress to people? Pay yourself first. And I say that, and it can be done in many different ways. Uh, Pay yourself first, because when life happens, like the Mm -hmm. car breakdown, the water heater breaks, you have to take care of it. So you have to pay yourself first. So um, there's, like I said, there's many different ways that that can be done. I encourage people to um, automate paying themselves first. So just like, uh, you know, you have your 401k, your taxes, whatever it is, come out, also have your contribution to your savings to come out first. So spend your money on you by have it directly going into the savings account of your choice. Um, I always encourage web-based savings accounts, but whichever of your choice, just make sure that that's done first before you start doing everything else. That's great. Now, what about, do you ever get people, and I see it so much in today's society, especially like I even saw it this morning on Facebook, but people don't believe that they can get ahead. Like they feel like they're just stuck in this cycle of not making enough money, not being able to save for emergencies. You know, they think that millionaires were born into it, which, you know, those of us that um, know the research know that most millionaires are Mm -hmm. self-made, you know, and, you know, I think there is a disconnect between what people think is a millionaire. Like, you know, they think they make a million dollars a year versus like they have a net worth of a million dollars. So, you know, there is definitely a disconnect in our society about 
that. But, you know, for somebody that's really struggling to believe that they can get out of the cycle and they can budget and save money, do you have any tips or advice on just getting past that mindset and shifting into believing that it's even possible for them? Yeah, you know, again, another great question. And I, I actually, in all candor, um, sometimes struggle with uh, know, knowing folks that I know that need to learn the various different tactics and strategies that I can share with them or others mm-hmm. can, um, getting them to understand exactly what you're saying. Like you need to invest a little in yourself so that you be in a better place um, financially. And, and it's because of what you said, their mindset, I can't do it. I don't have enough to do it. They can't wrap their head around paying someone to help them manage their money better. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I, so h- how do I help with that or what do I see? I see it. Um, unfortunately, it's a very hard um, nut to crack. And yeah. I, I would just say it's little by little. I love sharing testimonials because when folks can see somebody that looks like you, um, maybe you've grown up with or whatever, whatever have you, are doing exactly what you can do as well. Sometimes that encourages them to try to you know, take that step or that leap forward to do the same thing. So testimonials are, are really critical. I, I try to put them on my site, on my um, social handles, so they, they can see that it happens. Um, the other thing I would say is... Um, continuously trying to uh, share when there's uh, free opportunities for uh, folks to be a part of that, when there's community events or when there's, um, you know, like like a podcast like this that's available where they can listen and they can hear, this is a person that started here and here's where they are and here's what they did to get there. I think sometimes it's like a story resonating with mm-hmm. them that they can say, oh, wait a minute, that's my exact situation. And what did he or she do? Oh, oh, wait a minute, let me try that. So it's about, you know, you have to continuously put it, put it out there, make the stuff available. And, and hopefully, eventually, you know, you would start to see a mind shift change. Yes, that is so true. Like that really helped me when we were paying off all of our debt as I would lay in bed at night and read debt payoff stories. Like I would just (laughs) read a couple and then I would go to bed, go to sleep because it was like, I saw other people doing it. And it's like, if they can do it, then I can do it too. So that is, and of course I listened to tons of podcasts and stuff, (laughs) you know, it's just exactly right. You got to find what you can to, you know, get motivated. So Now, another aspect that, you know, you help people with is making extra money. So we may have this person that uh, they're starting budgeting. um, They're really, they know that they can do it, or at least they're starting to believe that they can do it, but they really just aren't making enough money. Like they don't have enough money. They have too many bills. Like even when they sit down, they do their budget. Like it's not necessarily um, a spending problem. It's an income problem. So what kind of tips or ideas do you have somebody that just needs to make some extra money? Yeah. So now I don't, I want to make sure that we're clear in saying side hustles in my view, side hustles are different than second jobs. And I say that because um, I like to define a side hustle is finding a way to monetize things that you are passionate about and enjoy doing. Um, A second job is you can go out and, you know, work at the mall or whatever have you, and you're still, you need to, you know, punch in at a certain time, punch out at a certain time, take your lunch at a certain time, maybe depending on the job you get, wear a certain thing. Um, In my mind, 
although that will help you increase the amount of income that you have, it is different from a side hustle. I see a side hustle as something that you're doing, that you're getting paid for, that you love doing. So when I work with clients, when they're looking for ways to increase uh, money coming in, what do you enjoy doing? If you didn't have to go to work, what would you like to do? If it's baking, if it's... Um, I don't know, drawing, whatever it is, people need artists for books. People that are authors, sometimes they need illustrators. If you like baking during the holidays, people that are very busy can't bake that pie or those uh, muffins that they need. Maybe you can pick up in income like that. So it's what would you, what do you enjoy doing? Like if you didn't have to go to work, you didn't, the kids are all taken care of and they're playing outside. What would you like to just sit down and do? Even if it's reading, maybe it's getting paid to do reviews. So that, those are the ways that I um, try to encourage people to make that extra income so it doesn't seem like it's another laborious thing that you have to do. <laughs> it is actually something that you can't wait to do and you're getting paid to do it. That's great. I mean, those are really good ideas. I mean, that's how a lot of things like on Etsy and, um, you know, uh, this, people do sewing and crafts and things like that, you know, and that's kind of how they get started with that. So I love that you are taking the approach of finding something that you love so that you, because sometimes it can take you a while to get out of debt and things like that. So if you're finding ways to make extra money that isn't so daunting, like delivering pizza or something yeah. like that, that's, <laughs> those are but really you know good ideas. <laughs> if you, if you like driving, so maybe Uber Eats or maybe, you yeah. know, it's very different. so it's like, it's trying to get out out of them. You know, you know what, uh, Ashley, what I find sometimes is, and, and some, some of my clients uh, live locally, so I meet face with face to face with them. Um, they are, they literally pause for an extended period of time because they really don't know what they have a passion for because they just haven't had time to indulge in that. So mm -hmm. it's always interesting because it's like, I, I, um, I, I am not to, shouldn't be the one telling them this is what you should should do as your side hustle. It's more about pulling out of them what they enjoy. And it's, it always amazes me when it, some folks take a, you know, take quite a bit of time to figure out what do I like? Like, I don't know, because I haven't done something that I enjoy in a yeah. long time. It's about getting that money and paying bills. But when you, when you see in their face, when they start to really think about it, and then, you know, articulate it, and then it's like, wow, I never even thought about that. Like, I love watching that happen. Yeah, that's awesome because we get so busy with just the day-to-day -day life and kids and running here and there that, you know, we could, as adults, we kind of lose sight of what makes us happy, like our hobbies and things like that. Like it just, that's one of the first things to go. So, you know, they probably haven't thought about it in a long time, like, or even thought about how to make money with it, which is a huge thing. Like they may just do it for fun or do it for their friends, but to actually have somebody tell them, Hey, you can make money doing this is probably very eye-opening for them. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And I like to ask everybody what their favorite nonfiction book is because, you know, they say most millionaires read at least one book a month and it's really about self-improvement and changing your mindset. So I know I kind of threw that question on you. <laughs> Do you have anything that comes to mind that is like, you know, a nonfiction book that is your favorite? Oh my gosh. I read a lot of self-help books. Like, um, 
Oh, or I should, I guess, finance top finance topic book. So I guess that could be in that category because yeah. I can't. Yeah. Okay. So um, the I'm trying to think of what I'm packing because I'm actually prepared to go to FinCon. Are you going to FinCon? No, I don't get to go this year or next no. year. I just realized yesterday that I can't go next year either. I'm really sad. <laughs> oh, why are you? Uh, because of the dates that have already gone out. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, gonna be in Kansas for my grandma's 80th birthday, so it's you know <laughs> gonna have oh, to no. be there for that. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must do that. So let's see the the books that I've um, most recently acquired and need to finish reading. So I would say it's the um, Four Financial Languages by uh, Tara or Madam Money. Uh, that's one that I have. Um, let's see. Automatic Billionaire. I purchased that actually a while ago. I haven't finished reading that either. I'm really bad about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that looks good. I got to read it. And then it's yeah. <laughs> and then um, Speakers is um, another book by a woman named uh, Cheryl Wood. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of any of those. And that's why I love about this question because usually it's books I haven't even seen or heard of. So I'm adding those to my list. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where can people find you? Oh, yes. So um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's it's my money underscore. And Facebook is at it's my money journal. Awesome. And do you have any last words of wisdom? Yeah, so I said it earlier um, in the recruiting, but pay yourself first. I know it may sound very difficult to do, or you have to make sure you pay your mortgage or rent, a car payment, whatever it is. I don't care how much it is, if it's five, 10, or $20, make sure that's the first thing you do because when life happens, you have to take care of it. That's great. Thank you so much for coming on and speaking with us today. Oh, they, Ashley, thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Petrina for coming and speaking with us today and learning that you should pay yourself first. In order to get started with your budget, head on over to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budgeting dash beginners dash guide. I'll link to it in the show notes. Grab your beginner's guide and get started today. Uh, Just download it for free. I've got step-by-step directions, or if you want to take it a step further, get training videos, get step-by-step daily videos from me, you can go to the budget dash challenge. Uh, It is pay what you want challenge as of right now at this recording. It is a minimum of $5. That way you can have some motivation to get started and actually finish it. So whenever you do this challenge, you need to decide on an amount that will make you follow through with it. If $5 isn't enough to make you do it, uh, then you need to choose another amount that will motivate you to follow through and actually do it. Otherwise, what's the point in even signing up for it, right? So you need to choose an amount, that's why it's pay what you want, that will motivate you to follow through. So head on over to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budget dash challenge to get started on that today. And I will talk to you in the next episode.